Designer podcast today, as usual, a nice uh, uh, sound from Bionic Brew sponsor. Not only we have the beers from Bionic, but uh, we have uh, Chi or Angie from uh, Bionic as our special guest and our new neighbor in uh, Nanto. Welcome to our podcast, Angie. Happy to be here. Uh, it's been a while that um, we moved here in our own new studio and uh, it's been a while also that uh, you open up uh, your uh, new um, bionic uh, tap yes, tap room in here. How right. does it feel? Well, we like this neighborhood and like our neighbors, like you guys, but this place is still new to us. We've just been here for like a month ish actually opened we've been like doing the construction everything ever since after the chinese new year right but um we just had our officially our first opening day last saturday i think you you were there two days Shady ago there. yeah yeah so it's good we're still improving but we enjoy being here it, we, love, we love you have we love having you in the neighborhood yeah, you know? I like you guys. Like, I think here. We see you guys. <laughs> Almost every day, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. No, it's always nice to, on the way back home or on the way to our studio, to have you as friends, but also for the nice uh, beers you guys make and the uh, yummy food that you are preparing. So, we are very happy to have you guys around us Thank what uh, what brought you guys to nanto i know there is uh, much more than just your new place in um, in the timeline of mm -hmm. what is yet to come right yeah so um first was because last year like after um it was like a, during the covid time covid started so our Bachelor tab room just got all fenced around it, so it got like hard for people to come in. And in the end, we just decided to shut down that tab room because there's no point going on when people right. couldn't come in. So we closed. And also, that, that area too is set for to be demolished as well. It's all gone. Like the well, gone, the right? place yeah. we had our tap room now is like flat. So uh, we, last time we went there. So does it, whether or not like COVID happened or not, you guys would have been yeah. I think for, that was to, about time. Forced to move out. But that's what uh, what our idea was like to leave when Bashajou like start to kick us out. Right. We want to be there as long as we could. So we kind of um, met our goal as well. So uh, after the um, that tap room like closed, and that was just like. Oh, that's the time Joe was like stuck in the U.S., couldn't come back. Because of so, COVID? Yeah. So I got back first and uh, he was supposed to come after me and the COVID happened. He was like stuck in the U.S., couldn't come back. So um, we closed that one. I was like, OK, I'm going to just take time because no one knew how long the COVID is going to last. So um, I was just thinking we would just like take time to find next place and uh, see how the situation goes right and then i checked se several places but i didn't really happy with them so um 
in the end, we got kind of in touch with Nanto people, but I was like busy preparing the beer fest last year. So I didn't really have time to come to this place. Um, so I just told them, why don't you guys come to our beer fest and have an impression of what we do also like besides making beer. So they came to our beer fest last year and they were like really liking our, what do we do and like the ideas value we present. Right. So that's how the um, dialogue started and we came here, check out this place. We like Nanto, the history and like what they do based on the history, like the local buildings, not just like remove them all mm-hmm. and build new things. So we thought that match perfect with the, our DNA of Bionic. So that's where we choose to be here. The, this one then is Bionic number four, five, depends what we yeah. count. I yeah. think we went through this with Joe, sure, right? Yeah. It would say four or five, depending uh, on, the, on the little in between one. This would be number four. Because we had several right? in Baishizhou. We had three, four in Baishizhou. We also had some pop-up, like yeah, other pop places. Up, yeah. So this is kind of our third location. Um, definitely a more like a mainstream one, if you put okay. it this way. Because Special Joe is like very unique, but it's more, a little bit more underground uh, feeling than this mm. one. Mm. So, Well, the, the design and the place uh, looks uh, very nice. And for sure, I can see there has been much more let's say uh, energy and uh, i don't know let's say dedication and, and detail into into this it's, it's like a big uh, step uh, up are mm-hmm. you um, uh, happy of all the outcome uh, so far of all the I, i know there's always crazy <laughs> problems until the very last uh, someone getting stuck in the toilet and crashing the door <laughs> like uh, <laughs> i mean um, yeah that happens <laughs> No. For those of you who, who <laughs> want to know who it is, I will put a link above here uh, about a podcast that we did uh, <laughs> with our friend that uh, couldn't get out of the place the other day. I don't want to mention it, but <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. He better tell the story himself. Exactly. I think we that will. Was uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun night. Yeah, for sure. Everyone had fun. Yeah, um, talking about this new tap room, it's definitely very different than what, had, what we had before in Baishizhou. Also because we were in Baishizhou, there was not much we could do. Like it's not a commercial area, like you can do a big renovation. And also we never knew how long we could be in one location. So it's like no right. point for us to put too much effort or money into the renovation. Into those places be yeah. before, right? In Baishizhou and yeah. so on, right? Yeah. So this one, we knew we we're gonna be here for a while. So um, we just took the effort and do the whole design, like more toward the idea we always wanted to do. Yeah. And Much more structured, let's say yeah, so, right? Yeah, yeah. so um, our friend, um, he used to live in China, not China, not Shenzhen, but uh, Beijing, uh, Modi, he did our design. He based in California right now. All right. So um, um, we're happy with all the new lights and like a little bit cyberpunk-ish feeling he created for the space. Uh, it was hard with the construction, like to deliver what he designed because a lot of things, it's available, but it's like a, you know, local 
contractor, they were like just trying to find a cheaper <laughs> or like a easier solution. Right. Not just always want to give you what you actually want. They were like a chabu do It's like a, all right it's like a similar. No, it's not. So um, there were a lot like a fought back forth in there, but. I think we got pretty close, not ideal, but like uh, close to what we wanted to create here. So we're ah, it's very nice uh, feeling. I like it very much. The 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 vibe and the look and the colors. These these neon yeah, tubes, very mm -hmm. matching. I mean, is what you can expect from you know. Look, if someone doesn't know your brand and stuff, having a first impression of the logo and the look of the place, I think is very good match. Also matches like the name of the festival too, mm -hmm. you know? right. Electric City. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is something that we can already, I guess, disclose and announce. Now the last one was in Futian for mm -hmm. the first time, right? Mm -hmm. You just moved it last year, mm -hmm. but uh, there's uh, new plans and new perspective into that, right? Yeah. Um, we are going to have our new one here in Nanto. That's um, the discussion we had with uh, Nanto management from after last year's uh, beer fest. So we were quite happy and excited about it. Because this place, we always want to be a place, like a, a one place located there and based there. Because if you are in the same environment and everything is more stable, then you can better to improve and develop because every year you have feedbacks you want to do different. But if it's different location, then you always like have to make sure that um, like the fast could happen first because right. new location, it could be like you have to like... Also closing the deal, organizing yeah. everything, new rules, yeah, maybe like in the new place. Like the, the local government, do they allow it or do they change their mind last minute? Or right. it's like the voice problem, like the noise problem, everything. So it's always things you need to uh, take to consideration first. And if you're at the same place and you kind of develop a relationship and a feeling about this place so you can improve the other parts not just the location the right. factor related to that so uh i think we from here we're gonna our plan is just keep doing the beer fest here in nanto also this is like the landmark of yeah. uh, the city so i think yeah. it's gonna be more unique and more interesting for us to be I think here. it will be a great uh, venue, I can already imagine. It's going to happen here on the uh, square, like below us, or scattered around? How are you planning, or, or, or is it not planned and decided in these uh, details yet? Uh, I don't know what's the name of that one, actually. It's like uh, when the, with the bamboo thing. Oh, oh yeah, the, the bamboo pavilion, pavilion yeah. by yeah. Van Gogh That Tran. one. Um, the plan is doing there, but we need to confirm that in the end, by the end of maybe, like, uh, when it gets closer with them. Because yeah. yeah. they are still developing. There might be some, a lot, a lot exactly. of locations, like, are more suitable for One us. thing I can imagine, because now, as you said before, um, Nanto is still, like, uh, up and coming, even though it's developing very fast, mm -hmm. but... Um, it's not like 100% completed. I can imagine that Nanto as an urban area compared to any other location where you could find it, it would even allow the possibility of being kind of uh, scattered in more than one place eventually. Maybe in, in two, three years when it will be all done, 
the, the square where we did the fried rice and the square with the bamboo here in front of uh, Gaga, uh, where we did our event there. There's a lot of up and coming places where, I mean, how, how, how many uh, beer brewers are you hosting? Like 30? Yeah. Right? That's the goal. Like so imagine if you don't have a space big enough for that. Of course, probably there is an issue of management of ticket, ticket entry, as usually is managed as a, as a kind of enclosed island. But at the same time, I, I guess that as long as you have a bracelet, mm-hmm. you can make the, the difference. And mm-hmm. um, oh, it's cool. It's, we are very happy for sure to yeah, know that I'm the like, beer fest it's right outside our, here. our building yeah it's but perfect. tell us um i mean this 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 beer fest uh, became a very iconic event that everybody knows and everybody looks for mm-hmm. uh, every year and is, uh, is it the, is this the first craft beer festival in china or were there other ones before you guys started doing it well, we don't have like the, really the statistics or like a data, but based on our experience, I think it's one of the first craft beer uh, fests in China and definitely one of the few like earliest in the whole Guangdong mm-hmm. area for sure. After us, like this recently years, more people doing this kind of events, which is great, but well, we were the early very, ones. Very yeah. how, how did it uh, start it? I mean, um, the day you guys had the ideas, you already could put it together um, the, 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 the first time within the, the, within the same year where you came up with it. Did it take a couple of years to manage where the idea comes from? How did it all start it? It must be a hell of a work, and I know that you guys are basically yeah. doing it. Yeah almost on your th- side alone yeah i think it's like kind of in bionic's uh, dna the spirits like well the every first one joe did and then he proposed the idea like he came to shenzhen the first year like he came to shenzhen he started the the craft beer brand called bionic and i think a few months later he just started the beer fest just because he felt like there is no such thing in Shenzhen, right. so why don't we do that? I think that's how we always do things. We are not very big company, we're not very big team, but we just let people, so what? We try, we see this something we could do and make a change. We just try what's worse the case, so we just fail. So, so what? We're no big deal. We yeah, don't yeah, think yeah, ourselves any like big deal. We are not. So, we just try. But so. there has been always, I guess, a very big uh, um, support, not only from people coming to the beer fest, but also from the brands participating, right? I mean, they were all. I always see a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, brands and new brands. Some are new, yeah, well, some are I think coming, that's like the historical. And the, one of the best nice things community. about the, the beer festival is like your philosophy, from what I understand from the previous podcast we did with Joe, is that the, you guys only take like kind of like small breweries, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have any kind of like commercial brands in, in your festival. We don't take And it's like all over them. from all over China, too, yeah. you know? So it's yeah. like, it's not just brands or beer companies from Guangdong or Shenzhen, right. you know, and for the, for the people who come and, g- and enjoy, like they can try, you know, beer from all over every part of China, essentially, mm-hmm. you know, from yeah, north, south, east, yeah. west. 
Yeah. We don't take like a big brands, like an industrial um, craft, well, then there are now craft beer. So you have to use the Chinese water um, to make your beer and uh, you are more like independent. You are not bought by the big ones, Budweiser, uh, Qingdao, whatever. They're great too, but they're different. We're a craft beer, beer fest. So it's supposed to for those craft beer breweries. So that's a requirement. The idea was also just to support uh, and grow this culture. I think it will benefit everyone and it's an interesting thing. So we did that. I think people appreciate what we do. So they always, a lot of them come back every year. So right. that's really great. Yeah. yeah. And I assume also that one thing that probably I mean, I don't want to say it's going to be a problem, like something to, to handle, is that probably the volume also of people attending it is getting more and more uh, big and more and more uh, crazy, right? And I think here in Anto, you will have the chance of probably have more expansion compared to, I mean, let's say the last one in Futian, mm-hmm. where it was really bounded within uh, those... Um, fences in, in, in that area well yeah. probably here you will have more chance to expand I'm, I'm sure the numbers of participants will be uh, bigger because it's a pedestrian area you're involving also the neighborhood I mean it's in, also in, like in already Fukien, a nobody's living there like I mm. mean so here the people will just come down and well also this is very like it's a high tourist area I don't want to say tourist but like yeah, yeah. a lot of visitors visit. come every weekend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know to experience Nanto and what it has to offer so mm-hmm. yeah I mean um, we think this area we have more like space to grow and uh, there's more possibility here like last year um, I mean it's a lot of people we just didn't see that I mean we hoped there were gonna be a lot of people showing up but that's right after COVID so we right. have no idea you how many people estimate, might be like right? no people showed up because that's just a right after this big COVID thing. So it was one of the first big events uh, after COVID yeah, that people so. could gather, actually. Yeah. Because I remember yeah. we were still going around with the mask. We were filming and stuff those days. So I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, Joe was telling us that he was stuck in the quarantine hotel yeah, while oh, a lot of beer fest was happening. <laughs> Yeah, I sent him some beers though from the beer fest, so okay, uh, he could nice. enjoy some beers from there. Well, but um, yeah, he was like had to just uh, chat with us and like uh, online. Right. Um, it was so close, but he couldn't attend. So close, but so far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What well, What is the biggest challenge in the preparation and and making of such an event on your side? For me, I think mostly just more some facts, fa- some factors just like a more unpredictable, like weather, right? Like um, things like what if it's like the COVID thing, like outbreak of like a disease, you know, and also sometimes because the government regulation, because you're something related. And they decide, okay, you guys have got to cancel this event or postpone it. That's an event like the beer fest. We like spend at least half year to prepare, but right. you never know, like if what's gonna happen yeah, until yeah. the end. 
So that's like something we always just cross fingers. You just have to try your best, but that's that part. It's like harder. The other one is more like a manageable. It's just how much we can deliver what we want to deliver. Right. But those things are kind of more out of our control. And you doing events that could just happen, like weather. We've been lucky with the past six years, and it's always been basically good weather. But who knows? Could be one time just start start rain and uh, like yeah, yeah, bad worse. So thing. yeah, has it always been occurring and happening in the same period, or has it been different during like the always years? like in November? Yeah. yeah, we I think the first year we tried. And different time but that was the one I wasn't there ever since the second one we're always in November but we not just randomly like pick that time period because we knew that's like a dry season for Shenzhen and not too hot not too right. cold so that's like a, it's, it's one enjoyable. of the best months actually yeah. October Probably. November is perfect yeah, yeah summer is too too hot and also it rains all the time so November is like a better yeah. um, better amount to yeah. do so and I think it's cool that um, um, this is like the first time or this year will be the first time that you do the craft beer festival and your bar mm -hmm. happens to be in the same ah, yeah. location yeah. cool yes. you yeah. know so like you can give more exposure to your place and have an after party or people yeah, host the, people you know host, actually, host like people more like, right? yeah easily yeah but also for nice. the logistics of it at least on your side you know yeah. like yeah, it's more easy to there do, you, you, know? can, you have a storage and yeah can imagine it's, that's one of the challenges for anyone of being there i know definitely we're gonna have like a little after party up in here <laughs> after the craft beer festival <laughs> maybe some uh i, I want to do like um like a brewers podcast with Joe and a bunch of like different brewers around China just talking about, you know, but during we can think about it uh, that during on purpose during those, uh, what is it? Three days, right? Four days, mm -hmm. three days, three days, three days mm -hmm. of, uh, of, uh, the beer fest. We can do a kind of uh, session with all the different brands, like half an hour each chit chatting, maybe you and Joe, like hosting it yeah. with us so that we give a nice uh, overviews probably drink a lot of beers of course yeah, because we need sure. to try them all so it's like <laughs> you can't just talk we have to drink some beers too we need to try yeah. them so Absolutely. wow yeah. we have a plan man boom exciting and you know also another cool thing that could happen in parallel when i think about uh, the beer festival you, you know one thing that okay i i like beers but what I love of ah, craft so beers and small independent breweries and so on is all the um, uh, graphics uh, and labeling of it. So it could be cool that during the month uh, of November, we try to put together a kind of like exhibition, exhibition with all the brands that are participating at the, at the beer idea. fest yeah, about, like, you know, the labels and the drawings, the original sketches. We, we have plenty of space for display all of it and make cans, cans, bottles or things. That can be very cool. Yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I really like the idea because I think a lot of like a beer brand, the local ones, 
they're really doing a great job and also they were like always trying to to combine their design with a, like a local elements right there are a lot of cool designs sometimes like oh i really like this one so yeah totally. also because it's a kind of uh, uh, at the end of the day if you if you think about it when you're going into a place that is selling craft beers by can or by bottle it's a kind of a battlefield for the brands. I mean, you would, you know, okay, maybe you want an IPA rather than a brown beer, but then you never try them. So you would go by how much you like the graphic. Oh, the, for sure. I, I always chose, many times I chose, oh man, I want this one because I love That's the design. That's how it looks, you know? Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. That's a... Uh, or the name. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or the name, yeah. yeah. Because it's anyway, it's a kind of, uh, a bit of this kind of hipster mood thing of, putting nice graphics and uh, and a craft beer itself. So I think it can turn out a very interesting, uh, let's say, presence also for discovering more about it, but also showcasing this mm -hmm. to our audience and guests and give a little extra things to, to Nanto and to the Beer Fest. I think that by bringing it to Nanto, I think it gives it uh, much more of a... Um, identity i mean mm -hmm. the fact that bionic is literally in nanto mm -hmm. that you are you know I mean, for many of the people i think that uh, they might not realize that it's organized by you guys because you are very let's say humble into how you do it in a very like uh, uh, you know uh, subtle uh, way it's not just your love is everywhere <laughs> or stuff but you guys are doing an amazing job for all the brands and stuff and here in Nanto by you guys being here and having this extra support from Nanto and Banke and you know people like us that love you guys and what you do having these extra layers of uh, of uh, talking about beer mm -hmm. and bringing the, the the conversation to another level I think it's gonna be very exciting yeah good that you guys come yeah uh, I think it's great like we're now here the more we can do and also have people like you guys here i think like we all we kind of all knew each other from before but we were like far from each other yeah so we didn't really get so much time get together sometimes we're not maybe talking about like creating some new ideas but sometimes we're just chatting and some great ideas just come up so i think it's uh, definitely great we're all here in nanto and we have more time chance to communicate yeah. yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised that, uh, like, uh, all these uh, brands that come to Nanto, I mean, Nanto, even for those people who know Nanto, if they haven't been here in the past three months, they find a totally new environment, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, three months ago, the street didn't exist. Oh, well, maybe exactly. a little more than four months, but mm -hmm. since so, February yeah. or March, you so know, like, the whole we, area was brand new. Mm hmm. You know, also what, like, say, during this month, because I, I don't know now exactly what uh, dates, let's say is, I don't know, 11, 12, and 13 of November, r randomly, okay? I mean, I don't know the calendar, I don't know the thing. But it could be uh, cool that even during that month, there is, like, a pop-up uh, store of craft beers. Mm -hmm. Like, just a couple of fridges, and all the brands that participate, they can bring the stuff there, so it's a bit of an announcement like it's a stopover place where you also know that it's there because the festival is uh, is coming and the festival has a certain 
timing, right? Everything is from lunchtime until evening, but mm -hmm. only these three days. Mm -hmm. But all these um, brands that have to bring their stuff to Shenzhen, mm -hmm. even if it's cancer stuff, rather than bring back the leftover, you, they know they can fill up a pop-up uh, store or our we, exhibition. We, we, <laughs> so we will be very happy to, to <laughs> host all <laughs> Leftover and uh, yeah, we will take. I'm care just worried of it. about us drinking all the product. Like two <laughs> days later, it's like it's all empty. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. I'm really looking uh, forward. It's gonna be cool. So you guys are already working on it. I mean, at the end of the day, it takes quite. Uh, There's months of quite planning. Quite a lot of right? planning, right? Yeah, Arranging, I contacting. Mean, Every year around this time of the year, we already started to prepare for the beer fest. This year it's a little bit different because we had this new bar just started. And uh, um, I think we are pretty much on track with the new bar. So next big project for the rest of the year is the, um, the beer fest. So we usually spend like five, six months to prepare, even in just three days, but it's a lot of work to prepare. Of course, man. So yeah. So um, we're about to get there, yeah. Oh, I can mm -hmm. imagine. Now it's June, so it was like five months left, four or five months left. Yeah, June. Do you know the dates already, by the way? I was joking before. But, but we yeah. like first week or second week in November, right? Yeah, we usually do that. It really depends on, I don't know, like, mo like most is like the weather. You know, we would oh, check, right. okay. okay, how the weather would look like for the next two weeks. And also the talk with Nanto, the location where is there any big, I don't Other know, parallel like things thing right going on, not, then we just choose one of these uh, weeks. Yeah. Do, you, do you guys will, will do like some uh, special uh, limited edition beer fest uh, bionic beer for the event? We wanted to. I think this year we probably more want to do that because in the past, like you guys just mentioned earlier, like our beer fest, either in Lohu, in Futian, we just like it stretched too far and we can't bring people back to um, our bar to try more beers or like because we're so busy, we can't like have time to make new beers, but we want to make something special for the beer fest. Um, yeah, for sure. Some like special limited edition just for the beer fest to release. Yeah. Something cool, maybe some collaborations. We always do collaborations with other breweries. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you guys just been back from Beijing, I heard, right? Bionic yeah. is doing a collaboration beer there. Can yeah. we disclose it or not? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did a tap takeover in Beijing with the Jingei, and uh, uh, we did the beer with them. So the beer is not, the, like, details has not released yet, but we made some interesting related to... Uh, where we are, like Nanto and or like more like Guangdong area. So mm -hmm. we used the local ingredients and made a beer with them. Um, they are supposed to come to Shenzhen and release the beer next month, hopefully, okay. if this whole situation settle with the COVID. So you will uh, also like host uh, some uh, other craft beers in Bionic. You have mm -hmm. a um, for those of you who haven't been there, you have an amazing uh, uh, tap uh, wall. It's super heavy. Super heavy. <laughs> I mean, I was about to say, Shady, you remember the day it has been delivered? I mean, yeah. uh, it was the 
pushing it through non the four of us and maybe also the the chef because they arrived late the movers were gone mm-hmm. me and shady arrived there just to i got trapped in and, the kitchen years <laughs> shady was trapped in the kitchen for one hour because we couldn't move it anymore we had to dismantle the the, the, the bar desk and move this huge like three meters long uh, uh, meta was box. Like, what is it? What do you call this thing? USA. It's like a cold cooler, like a draft system, like she a cold. A it's basically the. It's like a big room. fridge. It's a mm. fridge. It's like a cold room, uh, customized. Right. It wasn't <sighs> intention to have you guys to do that, but it just <laughs> happened. Guess, that yeah, it was way. fun. It was fun. Yeah, like it was a midnight. Good, <laughs> good experience. Uh, I guess everyone just freaked out when the machine, like the big draft system, came mm. out of the truck. It's like holy, it's really <laughs> big, right? Yeah, because Joe told me, yeah, yeah, we ordered from the U.S. Yeah, very cool. It's quite big. When I saw it, I was like, oh man, <laughs> yeah. this is to go from the east gate all the way inside in the a bit up. Hills on cobblestone road. With cobblestone <laughs> road, uh, with only two little uh, uh, trolleys. Trolleys, yeah. but we made it, man. Yeah, it was all good. Yeah, we couldn't do that without get you guys. <laughs> so yeah, really nice. appreciate see, that. And another another advantage of uh, Nanto and Having all the nice neighbors, <laughs> uh, all the nice neighbors of the of the mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and uh, speaking of like. Uh, uh, special beers. I think it's super cool what um, uh, Joe told me is that uh, every anniversary for you guys, mm. you guys go and make a beer together. Yeah. Oh. We're not two people like really do a lot of gifts. Sometimes we just think it's like a, a way to like have to force yourself to spend money on things. So we just thought, why don't we just go make some beers together? So last anniversary we made a saison it's like a french farm house l and uh, it's like a, we used the honey his uncle gave to us for christmas okay. so we used wow. that and made a beer together it was supposed to like store for a bit and we drank it and COVID happened and so it like stored for a year wow. actually it tastes pretty good he brought he couldn't bring all them back but he brought some bottles back and it tastes like a dry where did you go to make this where did you go oh so when we're not in shenzhen we spend time in the u.s so we have a we had a place in denver colorado so we had a home brewer's shop uh, next to our house and since we go there often to drink beers and buy things so owner was nice enough to led us to brooder and uh, because we also clean very well and friend with him so we go in there and brew our own beers from time to time that's where we brew the beer it's a Mm. small batch but it was it was fun it's nice very cool idea yeah it's so so sweet Uh, you know the what is the thing i remember the most from the day when we made the beer together down Mm -hmm. in shekel the cleaning, man. Eighty <laughs> percent of the operation is just cleaning. Yeah. Everything uh, super like cleaning. water disinfecting, disinfecting cleaning, cleaning <laughs> moving. And, and, and. So yeah, man, it's uh, crazy. But I, I I understand it is super important because of the bacteria stuff and things. But uh, yeah, man, it was quite an uh, that's like a different there. than what people usually think. People like. A, 
Yeah, you brew beers, so cool. Yeah, I want to go brew beers with <laughs> yeah. you. Good and luck. Because they think brew beers is throwing some like ingredients, and then you're just like there to taste the beer. It's totally yeah. different. Like you go in there, like small part of the time you brew, rest of the time you clean. Like that's basically yeah, it's like basically 20, 20% more like cleaning. brewing, like eighty percent cleaning. Yeah, once again the eighty twenty rule. Twenty <laughs> percent <laughs> right? you brew, eighty percent you clean. Yeah. <laughs> No, what was cool? It was cool uh, process. Uh, yeah, Sherry fucked it up a bit. I know, like <laughs> that wasn't me. That was your your lousy, weak ass stirring, dude. <laughs> I think that you couldn't steer it properly, man. <laughs> you fucked up the batch. But uh, yeah, no, it was cool uh, experience. So yeah, there, there. Um, uh, just to share also with our uh, audience, we cannot disclose the location, but you you guys have this. Uh, uh, place where you are doing all the testing of the beers and the new beers that is very very cool very crafty and then uh, when you get the right things and stuff you produce them on a, on a large scale somewhere mm -hmm. else right mm -hmm. so that is a very cool backstage uh, uh, behind those uh, experience that we had the chance to have with you yeah we call it the B lab it's basically home brewing facility for us it's a small place but uh, good equipment right so once we have an idea we want to make a new beer something use a new interesting ingredients then we just go there and test it out maybe because it's not always like you just like have this idea you just like work out so you go in and test and mm, maybe it doesn't work and maybe change a little bit of the recipe so that's like uh, our lab. Mm -hmm. So we do like a testing there. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. It was a great day. Nice, nice. Do you mind if I go a little bit personal <laughs> with you? Go so like uh, Bionic Brew was um, already open before you got involved in it. Right, right. So what I understand is that you were a customer yeah. first. Mm -hmm. And then, then what happened? So I used to live in the neighborhood of Baishijo. Yeah, a street um, ahead. So I used to live there, and that's my we call it in English go-to place. Mm -hmm. Like I go there oftentimes to drink. And you're already at at this point like a fan of craft beer and like yeah, so yeah. knowledgeable because I think like I wouldn't say knowledgeable, but I. Uh, craft beer wasn't new to me because I used to live in Norway, in Scandinavia. Oh, okay. So in Scandinavia, it's like very, a big culture, big, yeah. like independent local craft breweries wasn't new. That's not something like, that's just some so normal, like everyday life for a lot of people. We, of work, we just go out to have, go to check out some craft beer places and yeah. drink some beers. So I was used to that and liked to craft a beer and I moved back to Shenzhen and I was just looking for a place, no, it's a more chill, laid back vibe. I didn't really enjoy Cocoa Park so lot. Right. So that wasn't my place to go to and I just discovered this place nearby my house which was perfect. Perfect, yeah. So that's my place yeah, to go. Yeah, very unique. I mean, it was very at that probably uh, at that time times. it was a very unique place in Shenzhen. It's like, very unique. Yeah. There was no craft I mean, was taps open at that time or was it just Um by the time I discovered Bonic, 
tabs was open because I've been to tabs soft opening because I had a friend lived in the building behind tabs. The one so in uh, Nanshan, right? The yeah. small one. Yeah. The first so one. I already knew that one. But that was different vibe and it's far from my where I live. Right. So, you know, I just go there, drink beers and everything. And uh, one day I went in there. there um, that I didn't really know Joe because he wasn't the person like being behind the bar or in like in the location all the time. Plus, that's like not very fancy or like whatever kind of place you want to know oh, who's the owner of this <laughs> great location. <laughs> it's just a place you go drink beers. You don't care like who owns this place. So I went in there and um, uh, that was the, around the time the bar manager had to go back to uh, like Canada for vacation. So they haven't got anyone to cover the bar for them. So they have a little note and saying hiring, some urgent hiring, like a part-time bartender. So I looked at it, I was like, hmm, should I do this? I'm not sure. Well, why not? I'm here all the time anyways, drink <laughs> right, beer, right. might as well. So I was like, how about me? He's like, that's yours. So that's how it happened. And we got to know each other. Then that's how the story it started. started. So it's nice. like just, we were met in Shenzhen. So from drinking to like doing <laughs> everything related to craft beer. Like yeah, so we should thank craft beer. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I didn't know the. Now you're like you're like the beer. probably one like the top professional craft beer brewers person <laughs> of, uh, in Shenzhen. I don't know about that, but yeah, um, I think we could use more female in this industry as well. I mean, there are some girls, home uh, brewers, and uh, people in this industry a lot. They were like a husband and wife business mm. so well, we can say that in the craft beer in china you are the queen of the south yeah <laughs> definitely the queen of the south <laughs> that sounds weird but yeah so we're doing craft beer together yeah. have you ever um designed like your own recipe or like mine yeah like totally like kind of like you have this idea of something you want to make and then oh the saison is more like um our idea together because um we both like uh, Saison a lot, so um, we had this honey, so we kind of made together, but I wouldn't say I designed my own beer because I don't really have that much of the knowledge brewing beers. I'm still learning. Um, it's interesting for me. I'm this kind of person don't really mind to go like spend a day brewing. Like actually before we start this new location, new bar in Nanto, we had more time to ourselves. So. We used to go in and brew beer for a whole day. I had no problem right. with that. So that's something I definitely could consider just to do more when we had more time. Just now it's like too busy. Also because, I mean, at the end, when it, we, we arrived a bit uh, late again because of Shady that day, but uh, <laughs> you would start 7 o'clock in the morning uh, and you would finish 7 o'clock in the evening. I mean, it takes a full it's day. It's a all-day experience, yeah. Yeah do all the whole process by the way we are gonna um, release the old video soon about making beer with uh, joe and chi in this disclosed uh, location Secret uh, location. so we will put a link somewhere around here <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah no, it was very cool to get to know all the 
process uh, behind it. We are great uh, beer drinkers and beer lovers, and I think we never we we, we 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 made gin, but we never made beer at that time, right? So yeah, it was, a, it was my first experience ever making beer or yeah, being close to making beer. Uh, cool. Like I've always wanted to like. Uh, you know like where you're saying people have the fantasy oh making beer is so cool and like and i looked up like kits online about making beer and shit like that and then now you save so much money and then well (laughs) no like after like having the experience with you and joe (laughs) in the little lab i was like fuck uh, that man forget about it i'd rather just drink something yeah i gotta clean you know, yeah. like, forget it, dude. I'm good. I'm good at just fucking drinking other people's <laughs> beer. <laughs> so. Yeah, so things sometimes look better from outside, you know? Yeah, until yeah. you actually yeah. experience it. But it was great, man. It was a, and I appreciate, like, what you guys do, you know, like, uh, you know, you really like a, a craftsman of something specific and create a beautiful mm-hmm. product, you mm-hmm. know, like a... It's and a, also it's the like way a, you do like it, uh, you know, it is like... It's really like even like uh, you are is like your statement that it's in Shenzhen. It's coming from Shenzhen. Maybe you would find your beer around Guangdong, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things that I like also about the craft beers. Is something that rarely you would find somewhere else. It's like you know collecting stamps. If you don't go to that place, you will not get that stamp from that country. If you don't come to Guangdong or to Shenzhen, you would not get to try uh, the Bionic beer, at least at, at, at this stage. Because, of course, it's very complicated, I guess, for craft beers to think of managing logistics, uh, logistics, temperature, whatever, you know, the, for the quality of the beer, of sending it on the other side of the world. So it's very nice that um, in your own identity, you're also pushing forward the fact that is Shenzhen made and here you find it and creating the, the festival and uh, actually creating the, the the community I think is also thanks to you that uh, uh, at the end of the days uh, in the past uh, what f- five years uh, there has been an increasing interest uh, of craft beers and new places opening and so on thanks also to what you created and installed. So I think uh, your legacy is bigger than you <laughs> than you Absolutely. think or expect. I have a question. Did you ever make a beer with mango? We actually had a mango uh, sour we made with 18 brew. It's from uh, Hubei, which is actually where I originally from. But 18 right. brew is a quite, a, they're awesome. They're all friends. So it's a mango sour. Because like um, one of, one of like the the only indication for me personally about like a a season or weather you know seasons in Shenzhen because normally like Shenzhen looks the same all throughout the year mm-hmm. but I always know that it's like spring summer when all the mango trees are full right. of fruit. Mm. So I think it'd be cool to have like a Shenzhen mango fucking yeah, bottle. Mango and also these other big, I, I don't know what it's called in English. They have these big like flowers that they fall and fucking splash on the street. You oh. Feel oh, I know. I don't know what it's called. I think it's like the national, or not the national, but like the city flower, Dongwang flower, right? It's the oh, big yeah. red one, right? 
Like yeah, it's yeah, huge, yeah, yeah. Ready? But when it fall, it literally falls. It's a huge flower, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the stream. Mm-hmm. So there's also something that was like, really? <laughs> it almost feels like a tomato yeah, devil, flashing, like, but. Uh, by the office in Futian. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The that's trees, why I also yeah. see it. I don't know if it's an ingredient that can be used, but it could be a good, good idea. Yeah, we're always interested to use like uh, local ingredients. So that's a lot of things we want to explore and uh, try. That's why we have like a, the um, beer lab, so we can try some new um, tests, yeah. uh, some new recipes. That's awesome. Well, well, so many things on the table. We're super <laughs> excited that you guys are our neighbors here in Nanto. We love your beer. Looking forward for the festival. Looking for forward the to the fest. festival. We really appreciate you coming on to our podcast and having Thanks this for time having with me. us. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us until the late uh, wee hours in That's your right. place. <laughs> of course, thanks for sponsoring the, the amazing beer. uh, beers. One last question and then we're finished. Okay. What's your favorite beer from Bionic? From the 12 Taps. Right now? Mm. Well, I always you like Bionicel. Bionicel? Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, go to Bionic Brew here in Nanto. Try the Bionicel. An experience not to miss. There's uh, over 12 beers on the taps. Uh, amazing one. Get I a am- taster if you want to try them yeah, all. Yeah, you can do the beer flight. Uh, I think we on- there's only maybe one or two that I missed. All of them were I nice. Think so, I think so, yeah. And it's a nice place. It's a nice neighborhood. If you go there, you can also come and say hi to us. Otherwise, you can keep on following us online and streaming, uh, checking the next podcast and videos that we will make. So thanks once again, Chi, for being here with us. Ferdin Shetty, designer. Cheers. Cheers. Out. Out.